We are rocking here at Real Tales from the Bar Side. This is the podcast where we talk about the shit that goes on in the bar, in the restaurant, with people who own the bar, own the restaurant, run the bar, run the food, do everything and see everything. Don't ever do something or say something that you don't want seen, especially in New York at the bar, because we're watching and talking about it here on Real Tales from the Bar Side. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Real Tales from the Bar Side. This is a special edition. My compadre, my compatriot, my Friday night ace is by my side joining me for this episode. But before we get to him, let's do a little weekly rant. It's going to be a quick one. It's just something I think everybody should know as a bar or restaurant patron. When you stumble into a place of business, assume you're in a department store, okay? If you go into a Filene's or a Jordan Marsh or a Ralph's, I don't know where, you're not going to go and ask customer service if they take requests for the music. If you see a jukebox, well, shit. Throw a couple quarters in and request a fucking song. But if you don't, just assume that what's playing is kind of the standard. And if you're into it, then shake your ass and have some fun. And if you're not, well, I don't know, ask yourself, what the fuck's wrong with me as a person that I'm really finding this music unenjoyable? And if the answer to that question is nothing, the music here just sucks, well, then find another place. I mean, come on, guys. There's a lot of bars around. There's a lot of places to go, a lot of places to patronize. But don't bother the staff with your sighs and your teeth sucking because you want to hear the new fucking Drake album or whatever the hell the case is. I don't want to hear Taylor Swift if it's not already playing. So no, I'm not going to put it on for you. And oftentimes, we don't have the ability to anyways. So with that, I'm going to segue right into today's guest, John Yaling, my Friday night counterpart behind the bar here at the two-door tavern john welcome to the show hello thank you <laughs> you are welcome so this is kind of <laughs> how it goes this is me being long-winded and john being kind of the quiet storm this is how we tag team fridays to begin with but i know beneath the surface there's a lot more bubbling down that we need to share with people out there he's nodding it's a podcast it doesn't translate oh sorry don't. This is my first podcast. Well, so far, you're killing it. This is my first time speaking into a microphone <laughs> or anything. So we've had some interesting times. You and I have been doing Fridays at the very least together for what? Probably almost two years now? Yeah, about two years. Yeah. And we've had some interesting times, met some interesting people. And it's really weird. I mean, you and I kind of encounter the same problems with people. I feel like we have similar standards when it comes to sanity and what we're willing to tolerate and what we're not in the bar. But is there Just any... very little. It's, it's not a lot. We don't tolerate much of any... I don't know why we're bartenders. <laughs> I, we shouldn't I be working most people. I, this is all true. I hate most people. I don't... Yeah. I don't know why. There's no explanation needed. <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessary. I think most of the listeners. And it's so painfully understand. obvious with us too. I don't. We, neither one of us even attempts to hide it. Well, that—that's that, <laughs> the thing too. You have the stoic sort yeah. of "I don't like you" face that just says everything, and I am—I won't shut my mouth. Yeah. I just keep telling them I don't like right. you. 
and people seem to find it charming, which is like infuriating <laughs> because I'm being very serious. I don't like you. Like, I don't know why you're here. Please leave. And, and, and they don't. And then they come back. I know. And that's, that's the worst part. <laughs> Customers. Oh, we, I had an incident, and, and it's, we're not going to name names here because at this point, I, even the people I'm not crazy about, they're like family. So for better or worse, whether it's just somebody who's the annoying little cousin or somebody you really respect, like, you know, your aunt with the high-paying, high-powered job that you want to aspire to, whatever the hell it is, it's family. And I won't name names, but we have a couple that comes in here. The woman is lovely. She's very kind to us. The man is a fucking maniac. <laughs> right? I mean, what else can we say about him? That's true. <coughs> and I don't know, man. I just, you and I don't talk about it because I feel like we have a silent understanding about the psychosis of a lot of these people. But people are socially inept. And he's, like, near the top of the list. I mean, the guy chases. I watched somebody fake a phone call as soon as they saw him yesterday just to get out of a situation where they may have to interact mm. with him. And what's, what's your craziest fucking interaction with this particular individual? We'll call James. Uh, my craziest interaction with James. Um, I don't know, because it's like, the thing about him is... is he very obviously did a lot of drugs in the 1980s, yeah. and therefore his brain is stuck there. And for some reason, he thinks he knows every single person from the 1980s, <laughs> and that we all just know each other. And it's like, hey, I remember we went to this party in 1984. I'm like, no, I was one year old, <laughs> dude. I did not go to that party with you. <laughs> We weren't there. <laughs> we weren't there. It just it didn't happen uh, like that. And, it, <laughs> and it's every in this neighborhood especially too. There's a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, my friend over here and my friend over there and my yeah. buddy at Domino's and yeah. my buddy down the street. And it's like, we get it. It's a neighborhood and that's cool. But there are literally four businesses in a yeah. fucking 15 block radius and that also existed. It's, it's back New York then. City. There's like nine million people here. Like we don't. We, we don't all know each other. Like, no. I don't know. <laughs> <No. laughs> and we don't particularly care to, either. No. Like, this is, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. I just got off a train from a vacation back in Massachusetts, and I got off in Penn Station, and there's guys just lying in puddles of urine, fucking yelling shit themselves, harassing other people, and it's sad, but it's also just too much. Like, it's a lot to fucking handle, and I think... We don't really handle a caliber of folk that's, that's that far down, but there's certainly elements of crazy where they're not far from becoming that guy. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever noticed, like, the, the at least with my experience, the, I get more crazies at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon than at, like, 4 in the morning, which is not what you would expect. Like, I, the majority of people I've had to throw out of a bar in my bartending career have been in like the afternoon. Like it's never late at night. Like those people know how to drink for the most part. It's like yeah, the crazies come out during the day, and it's always just such a strange thing to me. It makes sense, I think, for us to have to throw people out early, because people who start early, I tend to just not have any sense of what the hell they're doing. Yeah. But the people who start late or the people who are going strong, I just feel like 
Plus, everybody's drunk by then anyway. When they walk in, we can turn them down. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to cut you off because I'm not serving you to begin with. This shit's just not happening. So that makes life a lot easier. Where were, so you, how far back are we going with you? You're an Arkansonian? Do you identify with that word? Arkansan. Arkansan. I believe is the word. Arkansonian. I like Arkansonian better. It's pretty good. I think. Yeah. so fuck it, I'm an Arkansonian. You're an Arkansonian and uh, born there. Born in Arkansonia, yes. And then transferred immediately to uh, Floridia. I moved to Florida, yeah, Orlando, Florida, uh, which was a great place for five years. I would not stay there any longer. Um, yeah, now I'm here. What's what's going on in Florida on the bar scene comparatively? Um. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, it's calmer for sure. Florida's a weird place, and I feel like people are just kind of crazy all the time, and you're just kind of used to the crazy. So, I yeah, crazy is just normal there. It is. It's fucking yeah. wild, and I, I haven't spent too much time down there, but I've been there enough to see it, and I just listen to fucked up news reports, yeah. and I have since I was a kid, and it's almost always in Florida. Yeah, it's super down. weird. Florida man. Is how like every news story starts. Florida man does some weird <laughs> shit. Florida man. Florida man. That's a yeah. I don't know why. Spin-off. Like it's just like I don't. I the only thing I could ever think of is because it's just like everybody's vacationing in your backyard, and it just has this like weird, the weird feel to it. Like, but are they? Because most Florida man stories are in Florida, not South Florida, and I feel like South Florida is where the majority of tours are everywhere, man. In Florida, I mean Orlando, you got like Disney World. I mean, is that considered South Florida or is that considered no, it's Florida? Central Florida. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess that's true. But nobody's going to Tallahassee to fucking hang out or Jacksonville no. to, to vacation. You get a couple maniacs that might go to yeah. Tampa that I know of, anyways. What the hell do I know? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's weird. It's a weird thing. But yeah, it's just it's a bunch of crazy people. Um, it's fun though. Did you ever have to drag anybody outside in Florida or do anything fucking wild? Yeah, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, always. Really? <laughs> Serious? Yeah, the only person I ever had to physically remove from a bar ever was at, like, yeah, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It was just one of those things. Like, you've been drinking all day. I don't know what his deal was. Uh, that's the thing is I don't think typically those people are people that drink. Like, something happens in their life, and they drink to deal with it. And then they just don't know how to handle it, and they start bothering people. Which, that's one of my few rules for staying in the bar. There's one, you have to be able to sit in your seat, and two, don't bother people. Like, it's not, it's not overly difficult to not get kicked out of a bar, I feel like. Just, you know, like, I... It, it shouldn't be. No. And that's kind of the thing with, back to our, our, our couple friends, with the guy, it's like, I'm just done with crazy. I had an yeah. episode... That I'm glad you weren't really there for on Saturday because I, like you're cool with them and they look to you as kind of a bastion of support, I think, because you're kind to them. And even though I'm kind to them too, I don't take the guy's shit. James does not fucking get away with anything with me. And it's just, I, I don't know. I, I flipped my shit and just finally screamed, man, you can't be socially normal enough to be here. You can't. You just can't do it. And I don't know how. I'm sick and tired. And I would try to explain it to him. I dragged him outside a few times myself and just said, you can't freak the fuck out and just start ranting like a crazy person to yourself in the middle of the bar. You can't do that. I shouldn't have to tell you this, but I am. And now it's kind of like, all right, well, fuck, man. I'm not trying to ban patrons. 
they are our clientele. Yeah, right. And a lot of this shit's on us. It's like, all right, if we don't like the patrons here, maybe we shouldn't be here. I don't know. That's the other end of this. It's like, are we fucking crazy? Should we even be where we are no, right now? No, probably no, we not. shouldn't. Yeah, I guess that's not really rhetoric. That's, that's that's the thing. We shouldn't have to ban them because they should just not want to come back at this point. Like we're assholes to them. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've, know, but like... I've talked about this before on this podcast too, where I'm. It's so weird in this neighborhood where you get a lot of people that are either fried, like James, or they're just really high power, high money people. Not top of the ladder, but making enough that nobody ever really says no to them. Nobody yeah. talks shit to them. So when we come at them with like, no, you're going to behave like an adult. There's an arousal. There's something that ticks. I mean, maybe it's not sexual necessarily, but there's something in them that kicks in that's kind of like, ooh, nobody talks to me like this. And they fucking come back, man. And yeah. then we own them. Yeah. Because we told them we never want to see them again. It's nuts. This whole industry is crazy. Yeah, it is a weird thing. Like, and that's—I don't know. Maybe that is why we do this because there aren't many jobs where you can get away with yelling at your customers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's—it's it's a <coughs> fairly accepted thing that a bartender can tell you to go fuck yourself. That's not normal in most jobs. Like, that's just not something you do. So, no, it, not even waiters. <laughs> no, even other yeah, parts totally. of the service industry—they just—they totally. can't get away with that. Yeah. And I've thought about that, too, where I'm kind of like, damn, man, Kawhi Leonard of the San Antonio Spurs. I know you're not a sports guy, but thinking about the ownership issues that he's had and all the, 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 the beefs he's had, a lot of these NBA guys, MLB, even shit. We got Brady with Belichick right now. They have such problems with their bosses. It's like, well, we're lucky in the regard that we don't, and we really just have to deal mainly with customers and right. police that. But what the fuck am I supposed to do if I ever have to take a job that isn't bartending? Right. Like, how do I handle that? Yeah, I don't know if I, yeah. Is that in your skill set, do you think? I don't know if it is anymore. I don't know if I could go back. <laughs> I think I'm too far. I'm too far gone. <laughs> I can't imagine that, like being like a fucking like investment banker or something, and some like client in your you face know? screaming and just like with like handing me millions of dollars and and doing something to bother me, and you just be like, dude, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> there's a consequence. There's now yeah, a I consequence. To I don't that. think that would work. No, I don't. I don't either. I'll never be an investment banker, anyways. But. I, it's the first <laughs> thing I think that comes to mind when you're in New York because we see so many of them, but no, I, I don't think I would either. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I, I feel like a cop in a lot of ways, just in jaded perspective, meaning when I have a customer come in that I don't know, I have to fight to welcome them here. Oh, yeah. Instead of just warmly oh, I'm super welcome. judgmental. I'm super judgmental. <laughs> totally. It's terrible. Any, any new person that comes in, I'm just like the worst. I'm always thinking the apps like this is the biggest piece of shit to ever walk in here. Yeah. Always. Uh, completely. And they most of the time aren't. Yeah, nine times out of ten, they're really not. They're really nice. They're, they're just. And I'm like, man, I got to stop doing this. But I just continue I to do it. Yeah, I'm there yeah. with you. I'm totally there with you. And I don't want to. That's no. the, the part that kills me is there's this fucking nice person inside of me yeah. that's just screaming to be like, you know what, take a chance. Maybe they're nice, and if they're not, well, you'll deal with it then instead of just, you're a prick until proven not. Yeah. I don't know. we got to change that, man. I don't know. 
I think I think people people find it charming. I think they do, but but I don't. I don't like it in myself. Do you find like do you take this shit home with you? No. Okay. Not at all. I do, and do it you? fucks me up. Yeah. How do you do it? How do you just leave it here? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have like a like a secret. I just turn it off, and I don't. I don't think about it when I'm not here. I really don't. I don't think about being in a bar. No, it's just not not something I think about. See, that works for me until I start getting weirdo texts and emails from management and ownership, and then I'm like, dude, I'm not. These are my days off, man. <laughs> that's my thing. I don't respond a lot of times when I get them on my days off. That's true. And I think I've that's never, a good call. they've never said anything to me, and if they do, I'm just gonna be like, I'm not at work. Like you right. can. Deal with that shit when we're on, on the clock, like. And and I'm way. It's like if you're my roommate, and you leave a note that says fucking pick up something, or, you know, buy dish soap, or some bullshit, or it's just it, it's kind of passive aggressive to me. I don't receive that well. But if we're living together and you say, hey man, will you grab some paper towels while you're out? As I'm walking out the door, well, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll grab some paper towels. Right. So I don't do all that well with the whole. Here's an email. Here's a text. And again, that's real world shit that I'm like, man, everybody has to deal with this stuff. I don't know if I could go back and actually have to. I don't know, man. This is getting fucking dark. Yeah. What's our future look like? Not good. It's kind of bleak, right? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. No. What the fuck else can we do? We should use this time to come up with something, man. This this isn't a fucking interview. This is a brainstorming session. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Uh, well, you're a writer. I mean, I claim to be. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, I write things down, and then I say I'm a writer, but... <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man, we're staying like, dark. I, I mean, like, anybody could do that with, like, anything, really, right? <laughs> 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 You could pretend to do anything and then say you do it. I, like, this is what I do. I'm, know? A, I'm a poet. Right? I'm a poet. <laughs> I do karaoke. I'm a singer. I'm a, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No, that's fine. It's, it, I'm sick, by the way. Oh, so well, that's wonderful. A summer cold. I know cold. you like me right. A summer cold. That's fantastic. Oh, we live in New York, and this place is a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It is. Like, it's disgusting. Like, I think it would be more sanitary if I could travel around, like, inside, like, a 14th century sailor's asshole. Like, if I could just crawl in there and he just walked around and then just shit me out, I would be cleaner than I would be riding on the subway in New York City. I'm a big fan of the antibodies. That's why I'm not a germaphobe or I don't fuck with I'm just like, you know what? This is building up my That was immune the thing. System. is like when I first moved to New York, I was seriously sick for like the first six weeks. And I was like, at the end of it, I was like, I, there's no way I could ever get sick again now. And it's been like two years. So I really can't complain. That's a good, that's a good but, amount of time to yeah. be healthy. It is, though. It, it's a fucking cesspool. It's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Have you so ste- what's the worst thing you've ever stepped in here? I don't know. No, Do you no. identify it? I just keep walking. Uh, yeah, you just kind of keep going with it. Right? I, I, I'm curious by nature, so I just, I'll, I'll analyze. You don't stop to identify in New York, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, anything involving bodily fluid. 
from a person, not an animal, is is definitely tops the list. I think. Right. If you can top that, then shit. Come on, and real tales from the right. bar side. Tell me about it. <laughs> just keep walking, man. He's not dead. He's just sleeping in a puddle of ketchup. That's it. You know? Yeah, it's a big make. Just keep walking. <laughs> keep walking. I don't think it's fine. <laughs> Can you imagine what what it was like here in the '80s or '90s? Like maybe that's why James is how he is, man. Maybe he's seen some shit, like guys that go to war. Because if it's this bad now, yeah. Back then, you must have had to just step over fucking corpses to get a snack. Yeah, 1980s New York is, yeah. I mean, that's the shit, like I said, like, I, uh, I've i only been here, like, this close to two years now. So this is really the only New York I know. But I love hearing, like, when people tell me about, like, older New York, because that's that's how I picture it in my head. You know, like, before yeah. I moved here, that was like, oh, that's what New York is. And then I got here, and I'm like, no, this is just one giant shopping mall. But, but it's a gross shopping mall. Yeah. Because you have the, you know, whatever the fuck that place is where all the rich people live in the Hunger Games down in Soho. Right. To shop in places where, like, that mall's very exclusive. And right. there's all kinds of beautiful things there. And you got little boutiques spread around. But then there's just nasty shit in all the other neighborhoods. It's just gross. Yeah. I'm souring on New York, and I was souring before this podcast. Now, I might move tomorrow after this. This is fucking, um, this is real. Where are you going to go? It's a hot take, man. <clears throat> Not here. Where are you going to go? You Some, don't got anywhere to go. Somewhere with a beach. I might head yeah. west. There's beaches here, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. We're on an island. Uh, you don't want to swim in those. It's island life. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm forecasting the next 10 years of my life. I don't know what I'm going to do for an income, but surfing, a pickup truck, and a motorcycle, all things I've never had any experience with whatsoever, I think are going to play a big part in the next 10 years of my life. And then, and then I don't know. I should probably be put on watch at that point if nothing's changed. I think I had those same life goals when I was like seven years old. Just yeah, well, shit, man. Pickup truck, midlife crisis. Shiny red pickup truck. Midlife crises, <laughs> crises. They start fucking later, apparently, due to uh, longevity of life. But I'm I'm ahead of the curve right now. Yeah, way ahead. Well, got that going for you. Yeah. No. Where the fuck are you? Why aren't yeah. you up my ass with it, dude? You don't. You're not married. You don't have a kid. I think I gave up a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just completely dead inside. You had your midlife crisis at 23? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, man. Kids at home, if you're still listening, I'm going <laughs> to um, advise any adults to just bring you into another room because we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's probably not going to get more uplifting, but we're going to try, goddammit. Talk to you soon. All right, guys, I know I usually talk to you about some business I'm plugging, a friend's shop or a coffee I drink or whatever it is. Now, I want to talk about gazpacho. It's delicious. It's hot. It's summer. And you need a nice, cool snack sometimes at lunch. So what I recommend is if you have a Whole Foods near you, buy a big tub of their gazpacho, all right? And then get yourself a side of watermelon an avocado, a nice ripe avocado, 
chop the watermelon and the avocado into nice pieces, good sized chunks, throw it right in the gazpacho, and just go outside on your porch, on your deck, on your stoop, and enjoy yourself, because it's summer, and everyone deserves a little gazpacho. Okay, we're back, and we're, we're talking about some scandalous shit. Mild scandal, but fucking humorous nonetheless. What happened last week? Use some code names. Um, okay. <laughs> so Dorothy was in here. Well, I love Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy and Rico. Rico is a <laughs> Spanish gentleman. I thought it was a Somalian pirate. Okay, I got no, it clear now. Spanish Rico, the, Span the Spaniard. Um, Rico is a is married with child, and Dorothy was just minding her own business. Uh, Rico was absolutely wasted, and was saying some pretty inappropriate things to her. Basically, I just I want to fuck you, and Dorothy was like, you, "You're married with a child. That's not. We're not gonna do that." And the best part was when he comes in the next day, you can tell he's just so embarrassed. And he sees her and gets his food to go. <laughs> this, is, this is the problem. And the problem is Rico's here every single fucking yeah. day. And Dorothy's here quite a bit too. And, and this is the shit that we have to deal with and sweep it under the rug. The proverbial fucking disgusting New York rug and pretend that everything's fine. And it's like, in any other facet of life, we'd acknowledge that this isn't fine. And this was a, a really lousy thing that happened right. that can never happen again and must be addressed. Right. And I, yeah, he has to know, he had to have known that I knew too, because I was there, obviously. I'm trying to make it not awkward, but it is. I had a weird Rico moment tonight too. Um, I came in as a patron just to hang and so we could record this after your shift. But... I saw him and I'm like, oh, there's crazy Rico. I'm gonna go talk to, to him real quick because he's always wanting to talk. He's always wanting to hang out and he's right. a really lovable guy. Yeah. And so I went over and because I, I don't have much free time to, to just talk and it seems like he's got nothing but free time. I don't, I don't know what he does. And I went over as a gesture of kindness to just have a conversation with him and he started getting really personal, really teary-eyed, and talking about things that were really interesting. And, and I just kept kind of rubbing him on the back and patting him and saying, hey, man, you know, you're doing great. Things are good. Things are awesome. <laughs> and then he went on a fucking tirade. He switched gears like he told me too much about himself and started telling me what I should do to make my acting career better. <laughs> Like, like in-depth shit, right? And this guy doesn't know the first thing about anything to do with that field. I'm, and this isn't a shot across his bow. I'm not sure what his field is. Yeah. I'm not sure what he does know about. I was about, about to say, he doesn't know the first thing about I, I, What does he know? Working. I, don't, I, I, I don't know. But apparently, and that was just like, you know what? This is why I don't come here on my fucking day off. Oh, Yeah. That's a huge mistake. And I left. I went for a walk and I saw a movie <laughs> and I was just, I came back refreshed and kind of like, ah, this is much better. I like this. This is a, this is a much gentler, kinder experience than having to deal with the fucking maniacs. Did you hear about our other buddy? Uh, he came in for a, maybe a burger tonight. 
our, our friend with the glasses who, who slipped and went down in this tub. You told me something about Holy that. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, he slipped in his <coughs> bathtub. We're talking about an able-bodied 46-year-old man. He slipped, smashed his head on his tub, lives alone, got instantly woozy. He was concussed, blood everywhere. He gets out of the tub to grab the phone. He slips on the blood, smashes his head again. He's almost down for the count, but gets to the phone, calls 911. And apparently there was so much blood, he's okay now. He's, this was a little over a month ago. He's back up and at him, but slurred speech for a while, like, like crazy shit going on with this poor bastard. And one of the other regulars who lives in his building came in to tell me all this shit two days after it happened because he was bringing a bag of trash down to the compactor. And in the compactor room, there were two uniformed police officers who shone a light, they shined a light in his face and said, what are you doing down here? He's like, I'm bringing my trash. He's like, do you know anything about this? And they pointed down and there was just a big pool of blood pouring out from the compactor. Apparently that's how much blood was in this guy's brain that was no longer, <laughs> and that they cleaned up off the floor, that it was seeping out. And he said, oh, my buddy had an accident. One of the guys in the building, he fell, he smashed his head. I'm sure what that's, that's what that was. And he showed me a picture he took with a cop that had an ear-to-ear -ear grin smiling on his face. He looked like he just won the lottery. And I said, why is he so happy? Do you know him? And he said, no. They were afraid they were going to have to fish a dead baby out of the garbage. Jesus. That's real. That's like a New York, this is what these people are dealing with here. That's fucking terrifying, man. Freaky, freaky <coughs> shit. Did he, did he ask if they had actually done that before? They, they volunteered that information. Because, yeah, that would be my first question. Like, have, how often do you fish babies out of the trash? Often officer? enough that it's a concern, <laughs> apparently. Which is fucking horrifying, man. And that's it. I don't... What? what? Like, who's... Why... Why are you throwing away a baby? <laughs> These are questions I can't answer. And this is... What, like, abortion's legal. Yeah, it is. It's a thing that you can do. And it's covered by Planned Parenthood. You know, it's... I don't know. I don't know, but this is the, the kind of shit that's like, I, I don't... I gotta, I gotta look into this. I don't know how to exist in the real world, maybe. I think that's part of the problem that's happening the more I stay in the bar industry, is it, especially <laughs> up here, is that I'm just observing all of the chaos and madness. I don't even feel like a participant in my own life sometimes. It's very strange. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about babies in the trash. I'm going to be thinking about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to haunt you. Sorry to haunt the, uh, the listeners. We should probably... Well, I just don't get it. Yeah, well, fuck. Why are you... I don't understand it. You think I'm like, oh, Give it really? to someone. You don't get that? Give it to someone. John, come on. Like, give it... There's people that... must understand There are some the people that want babies. I don't get it. I'm not one of them. But... <laughs> there are Just plenty. throw it away? Oh, God. Chilling. It's fucking chilling, man. Gruesome, gruesome stuff. Like, recycling is huge in this city. It's big. Right? It's you don't big. even throw an empty milk carton in, in the trash. Why are you throwing a baby in there? Some, well, yeah. Maybe, if it's that big of a problem, we have recycle bins. For Maybe babies. we need baby bins in the, the basement. baby bins in the basement. 
Problem solved, officer. That's it. We will never have to fish a dead baby out of the dumpster because we'll have baby bins. Now we're talking. Now this is the brainstorm that could get us out of this business. You know? We could start a I think a baby I know what we bin. can do. Yeah. Yeah, that you is You do something. that, I'm going to run for mayor. Oh, this is perfect. Because this needs to be citywide. I don't think a uh, Boston-born <laughs> guy is ever going to be mayor in New York again after de Blasio. So I'm out for the mayoral running. But you... Uh, I'm running you on a platform campaign. of baby bins for all. <laughs> it's going to happen. I can say it now. Now, should they be pink, blue, pink and blue, or kind of a yellow that's more of a gender neutral? Um, I think a yellow, baby. Light, light yellow. We don't have that in a bin I think yet. more of like a hazard yellow. That way it's very bright. You can't miss it. Okay. I don't want somebody to be like, well... I didn't know which one was the baby bin, so I threw it in the trash. Then we're right back where we started. No. What about but biohazard is orange, right? Yeah. So we can get away with that. Bright hazard yellow. I'm in. I'm totally in on this. This is a business model. See, I knew we'd come up with something. Yeah. Baby. But we're out of here. <laughs> we're fucking done. This is officially the last Tales, Tales from the Barside podcast because we're no longer bartenders. That we're done. If, if I was holding this mic, I'd drop it. We would like you to join us for our first episode of Tales from the Baby Bin next week. Tales from the Baby where we uh, <laughs> discuss how many babies were left in our bins in the first week in the incarnation of our business model. What the fuck, though? Seriously, why not give them up for adoption? Don't throw the babies why away, guys. Why not just give them up for adoption? Like, you're done with your baby. You're upset. Fine. There's so much here. That I just, I don't, I need to understand. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, did somebody, did nobody tell you this? You don't need to be told this. These are some things you don't need to be told. Like, it's not even an excuse. No. Like, you can't throw away a baby and then get caught and be like, well, nobody told me not to. Like. Yeah, no, no, that's not a, a defense that's going to work for you. It's certainly not in New York State. I can't imagine up here on the Upper East Side that's something they deal with a lot. What the fuck do I know? I don't know anything. But, yeah, that seemed like a lofty conclusion to jump to. Fuck, there's a baby in here. Uh, so we got skee-ball machines not that long ago. What do you think yeah. of skee-ball, John? Um, I, I, don't, I have a weird thing with skee-ball. I always get really excited when I walk into a place and I see skee-ball. Okay. And then I play one game, and then I'm no longer excited. Like, that's enough. <laughs> it's plenty. I don't know why I get excited. I, to this day, I don't. I see it, and I'm like, yes, skee-ball! And then you play a game, and then it's like, yeah, all right. That'll do. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm more of a... And I'm terrible at it, too. I like the basketball game. Oh, the basketball we we game need one. Fun. We don't have it, so don't come here looking for it. Uh, Two-door tavern... 1576 3rd Avenue between 88th and 89th. We don't have basketball machines. So don't try and play them. But skee-ball we got. I used to like skee-ball, and I'd get excited when I saw machines, but I've seen the, the look on so many people's ridiculous faces when they come in excited about a skee-ball machine that I don't think I'll ever be excited to see a skee-ball machine again. Yeah, that's probably fair. Maybe I won't be excited anymore. That's good. That's one less thing. Yeah. Pinball, on the other hand, it, that's exciting stuff, man. And we have one of those. We got a pinball machine. We got a staff member. He's fucking out of his mind, dude. They call him Crazy Drake, mm -hmm. and he loves pinball. The guy yeah. comes in with socks full of quarters 
he's not working and just dumps him right in. Yeah, it's kind of sad. SpongeBob Vans he wears. He comes right in and he's just like, oh, daddy's on a hot streak tonight, he says. And he just starts playing pinball. I don't know. People are into weird shit. Yeah, it's weird. He's like a really nice, like decent looking dude too. And girls will try to talk to him and he just, he's like, he's too locked in on pinball. He has goals and he's very focused. So I give him credit mm. for that. I give him credit. Yeah. Clumsy as all hell though. Yeah. Always bumping into shit. <laughs> Who's your favorite customer, John? Oh God, pass. Come uh, on, you know. got somebody. You got somebody. I don't somebody. know. You, come on, there's gotta be favorite? some. Favorite? Inexplicable. Favorite how? Inexpl just somebody that makes you happy to see. Not necessarily somebody you've developed a friendship with I or don't anything, but. I remember the last time I've seen somebody made me happy. Anybody. There isn't one person that just, for no reason, you're like, wow, it's so nice to see them, and I don't know why. Nothing. No, I'm really struggling here. <laughs> for me, it's Paul. Good old Paul. Do you know Paul? I don't know. He's a very kind, unassuming, warm-smiled fellow, and he just comes in, smiles. He either has a Narragansett or a fat tire. He might have two or three. It's always late when he comes in, and he leaves. A little younger than us. Doesn't say a fucking word. I have no idea what he does. I just like his face, and I get excited when I see him. Paul. That's all I got. I don't think I know Paul. Maybe I know Paul. Maybe he doesn't say anything. Maybe I know him. Do you know? Those are usually my favorite customers. Those are the ones that don't say anything. Yeah, people who don't they speak. They just sit there. Quietly. Dude, that's a great idea for a bar. No talking bar. A no talking bar. See, now, I, okay, so I'm on to something. I'm not onto something. I'm trying to get onto something that's like a no booze bar. So that people don't get drunk and fucking stupid. But I don't think people are socially apt enough to actually... Is that a thing, being socially apt? Is this like a coffee shop? Is that what is you're this? thinking of? I don't know. I don't I think know it's just a coffee, coffee shop. shop. What is do that, you have there? Coffee? I, I think probably a lot of those Mexican sodas that have real sugar. At the very least, <clears> to start, we're going to do the Mexican soda route. But just a fucking soda place shop. to gather. Soda shop. A soda shop. Yeah. Maybe that's what Wasn't it that a real thing at one point in time? It was. And why like, isn't it now? I feel like my dad talked about going to like a soda shop when he was a child. Yeah. They Bring got them back. Bring them back. There's something here. Be because there's a really strange non-drinking culture that's shifting right now. It's like health nuts and people that can socialize without booze. And I think there's something yeah, to that. Yeah, it probably doesn't need to be soda then. It's got to be like weird juice. Uh, yes, that's where the money is. The money's like fruits you've never even juice. heard of. Star you discovered fruit. star fruit and papaya hybrid. Yeah, right. Or you can just blend them together. I like this. You don't need to do all that work for a hybrid. But yeah, something like that. Something like that. So you want a silent bar, like yeah, no talking, like old movies. No talking. Notes? Can you pass notes? No. No communication. Okay, so there's this, I think they're fairly common in Japan, but there's this ramen place in Brooklyn. And you walk in, you sit, and you face a wall. And there's dividers in between people. Like, you can't even talk to the people next to you. And you write down what you want, and you slide it. There's, like, this little door that opens, and you slide it in. And then they, they fix your ramen, and they open it back up, and they slide it out to you. <laughs> I want to do that with a bar. That's come not in, bad. you write down, you know, Bud Light, and you slide it, and then I write down, I don't have that, go fuck yourself, and I slide it back. <laughs> and they're like, vodka soda, 
And then I give them the vodka soda. And then I know they're a white girl without even looking at them. Without even looking. Because they got a vodka soda. That's or it. They're either a white girl or they're Drake. I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Drake. Yeah, that's an idea, man. I think that's a great idea. I like it. See, you're just more fucking locked <coughs> in. You're more locked in than I am. I, I'm definitely more of a hypocrite because yeah. customers drive me nuts, but I can't be doing nothing. So you're I not, need you're still to socialize. You're still making them. the drinks. I, come on, what's it take to make a fucking vodka soda? Making drinks is for fucking. If you can't make drinks fast. What the fuck are you doing in the first place? It's the shit that you do in between those times that keeps me a little stimulated. And I'm kind of like, all right, I don't love the drama, but I love the interaction if people aren't fucking stooges. This place is a lot better than the old spot because there were more couples here. Yeah. And they talk to each other. And once in a while, here comes Flynn, and I fucking say a couple things, and maybe we have a conversation, but that's it. I don't know that I could exist in the phone booth kind of ramen bar i don't know it's interesting i could do it you could you'd fucking clean you'd kill it you'd yeah. clean up i really enjoy it oh man never seeing another person's face <laughs> hearing another voice i think there's an episode of the twilight zone about this like he really wants this then it happens and it obviously ends bad because it's the twilight zone but yeah he's like the last man on earth or something oh yeah i've seen that one yeah sure the i think they're all like yeah. that actually but Wait, is this... This is the one where he's like, no, He's got the is. books? Yes. And then the fucking... He steps yes. on his glasses. He breaks his glasses. And he breaks fucked. them. So now he can't read. <laughs> that was a... a that yeah. Rod Serling, man. He knew what he was doing. Yes. You could have titled that show, Be Careful What You Wish For, just yeah. as easily. Yeah. Because that's typically how things are ended on that show. Yeah. It's not uplifting. No. This conversation. No. But I think it's important. People should know. If you're aspiring to become a bartender, this could be your future. Conversations like these. <laughs> I actually really love the people that no one else can stand. Yeah. James is kind of an exclusion, but some of the other guys that come through here, um, I'll throw fucking Duke out by name because that's my ace. I'm not going to say anything even remotely bad about him. Yeah. People are kind of like, Oh, man, Duke. And I'm like, Duke is the best. Anybody that doesn't think that is fucking wild because he's just a fucking cool guy yeah. that's been through a lot. And he's like, he minds his own business for the most part. To me, he's one of those guys, though, that I, I have no problem with him whatsoever. I like him. But when people do have that reaction, I am I am kind of like, all right, I can see maybe where sure. you're coming no, from. I get it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue it. No, I wouldn't argue that either. But yeah, I have no problem with him. I, I, I like him. You could say the same fucking thing about me, though. If somebody was like, that bartender's a dick, yeah, you're not yeah. going to argue it. Yeah, that's true. But we get along. Yeah. So I get that, <laughs> and I think I'm kind of in that same mold where I'll definitely agree with certain people that I can see why you wouldn't like that person. But the thing about Duke and a lot of these other people is that they do have a switch where they know if somebody's not feeling what they're doing... Or what they're selling, they back the fuck up and they stop. And I just can't really hang with the people that don't have that switch. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I don't want anybody who doesn't understand when it's time to stop or walk away from a situation or stop trying to hit on a girl or just being intrusive in somebody else's conversation. Like, I don't want to have to police that shit because it just seems like much like not throwing away a baby. 
something you should already know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can we parlay like, edu- like just social normalization in an education and make it akin to and parallel with using the baby bins? Is that going to be part of your platform? Can we have an education reform where we just really try and focus on some social normalcy? Picking up cues 101? Yeah, we can teach people, sure. Fuck it. Might as well. That's so tough to me because it's like I feel like you should just know. Shouldn't you? Yeah, and that's the difficulty I have is I'm trying to curb the self-righteousness. I'm trying to like... I don't know. That's most fucked up things. You know what I mean? It is. It is. But when you're dealing with it... It's like you can't... You can't kill a baby or an adult, for that matter. Any like when somebody person. kills somebody, and it's like you knew. Yeah. You knew not to do that. Yeah. Don't act like you didn't. But commandment stuff, if we're gonna go Old Testament, it's pretty fucking cut and dry. Yeah. But we need some new commandments. Yeah. Like thou shall not fucking annoy the people who are serving you drinks. Right. Like thou that's shall. What we need. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. We can start small and just throw an extra them in stone. an extra ten commandments, the extra ten we'll call them. Let's go Old Testament in this place. Yeah, yeah, and we'll hang them on the wall next to the American flag. I think that's fair. We could do education and if courses. If people break in the them, back. then we hang them on the wall next well, to the them. Fir- you know what I mean? Yes. Well, that's. <coughs> I think that's one way to address. Just nail them to the wall. I'm, I'm so And then when somebody comes in and starts to annoy you, you're like, hey, you see that guy hanging on the wall? Why don't you sit down? Drink your Bud Light. Everybody relax. Drink your Bud Light. We don't have it. Did we get it in? No. No, we don't have Bud Light. That's don't you love when people ask for shit we don't have? Like, never had? Oh, yeah, that's the best. I don't understand it. Yeah, I'll just do a... That's a, such a, a such a bizarre thing to me. Give me a yingling. Right? Do you walk into a restaurant, sit down, and, like, order a... Like food without looking at the menu. Freestyle it. Right? What do you got in sea bass? Anything? Like, I'll take a large pepperoni pizza. Like, this is a Mexican restaurant, sir. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then they look at you like, you seriously don't yeah. have pepperoni pizza. Why don't you have that? Seriously? Why? Why don't you? Oh my God. You're asking me why I don't have something? Like, what? It's even worse to me. Like, that pisses me off to no end, but it's even worse when we're just out. Yeah. And there's that incredulous, like, right. how could this possibly ever happen? Right. Especially oh. when it is something super shitty. Bud like Light. Bud Light. Yeah. You're, you're like, here's a Coors Light. Yes. You will not know the difference. Right. Yes, sir. There have like, been so many carbon copy assholes of you that have come in tonight and yes. ordered Bud Lights that we are now Yes. Out. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I think I have, like, I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm about to the point where I'm just going to start asking people what is wrong with them and I'm not going to let them leave until they tell me. <laughs> I'm just got I'm so curious. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty what good. What the wrong what the fuck is wrong with people sometimes? And Why you, you can't go. You can't leave until you tell me. <laughs> you walk into McDonald's, can I get a burrito? We don't have that. Why don't you have those? No, sir. That's what I want. Why don't you? Why, why do you, do you not have to? what I want right now? <laughs> Is our producer passing his notes? What do we got? They're all terrible. Been bad notes, too. I'm trying to pretend like I don't see them. They, so could, I be, don't. they could be the best suggestions in the world, <laughs> but this motherfucker has the worst handwriting. That yeah, I, I wouldn't even know what the fuck it says. It says bar. 
Paralympics. Is it Bar Olympics? Does he want us to? Hey, maybe we should start some Bar Olympics. Do you think people would have fun? I hope not. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. This isn't a joke. I don't like watching people have fun. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Good preface. I enjoy that. It's real because that's the thing. And I people will come in like a group of people, and I'll just instantly hate them. And I'll tell myself they're just having fun. And then I come to the realization that I don't like people having fun. <laughs> like. I understand we'll have different ideas of what fun is, but most people's idea of it is not. I hate it. I, <laughs> they're doing nothing wrong. No. Nothing. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing. They are just having fun. They're perfectly nice people having a good time, and I hate them. <laughs> you know what I really hate brunch. When did brunch become a culture? Well, it's breakfast at lunch. When did it become a cult? What? It's like an event. Like people have outfits for brunch. And why does it happen only on weekends? And why do we ever stop serving omelets? What the fuck is wrong with an omelet at 10 p.m.? I just don't get why they have outfits. They like have it's outfits. Easter. They do. They're you didn't do anything. No. This is not a celebration. You, you know what you did? You slept late and you're hungry. That's it. Achievement. That's all brunch is. That's all. I slept late, and now I'm hungry. And people. And I'm going to eat. People are either drinking through a hangover. Let me put on my outfit and my hat, and call all my friends for brunch. We've covered a lot of ground here, and I got a lot to edit, a lot to clean up, a lot of uh, a lot of things to do, but. You've given me the content to do it. I apologize to anyone who's now having a, a, a more depressive day than they were prior to listening to this. But I hope that you found some comedy, some levity, and maybe a little bit of understanding of what it's like to be a bartender here at the Two Door Tavern. <laughs> Keep an eye out for baby bins, y'all. That's it. They're coming. John, awesome having you in. Keep an eye out for some projects that I'm going to start plugging for this man once he knows what he's going to do with them because... Despite his uh, cautious nature, identifying himself as an artist or a writer, the man's got talent, and I've witnessed it. So I'll do some crazy gazpacho-like plugs for that <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> Maybe a couple hundred people will hear it. <laughs> Who knows? Thanks for hanging late on your shift. My pleasure. Be good, guys. Matt Flynn, Real Tales from the Bar Side. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Real Tales from the Bar Side. Be sure to tip your bartenders and tip us by subscribing, liking, leaving us a review. That stuff helps like hell, and we really appreciate it. So thank you again. Hope you enjoyed yourself, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>